Are you taking a reactive or proactive approach to your taxes? Do you wait until the year is over and hope for the best when tax time comes around? Is your business taking accurate tax deductions and receiving all the tax credits you deserve? Welcome to the Tax Answers Advisor with Marcelino Dodge. Today, we will answer these questions and many more. So sharpen your pencil and take some notes. Now, here is your host, Marcelino Dodge. We wish you a fabulous day as we go live on Facebook here with the Tax Answers Advisor. This is Marcelino Dodge. We're at show 47, and we really appreciate this. I always find it fascinating a show that talks about U.S. taxes, but is listened to worldwide. Uh, not just the U.S., areas like China, throughout Europe. It's, it's just amazing. It amazes me that whenever when I see these reports that say people, but maybe it's other people that are for some reason interested in U.S. taxes and say, we're certainly great and we certainly appreciate it. And it's so nice that we can be available on various uh, platforms like iHeart and Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and we can reach out to such a broad audience. And with this, we keep in mind as we go through the today's, boy, that frog is trying to find me today, but we'll, we'll work through him. But as we work through this and talk to you about taxes and today's topic about helping your business get a little more traction, we always invite ones to schedule a free mutual exploration meeting with us. And that's with me, Marcelino Dodge. And see what we do is we take a look at our tax planning techniques, see what we do, examine your needs, and see if there's a fit. And in this one-hour session, we determine then if it works, we come together to help you either individually or with your business to help with taxes throughout the year. And so feel free to give me a contact. That's a success, cashtracksfinancial.com. You can call me. It's 844-394-4287. Of course, visit our website, which is cashtracksfinancial.com. And that's, once again, you can schedule your free mutual exploration session. Today's topic uh, is going to be about gaining business traction and turning a vision into a reality. And to do so, we're going to have uh, Sharon Means, a CPA, join us. And what I really enjoy about this, uh, Sharon is a fractional integrator for companies. And right now you're probably thinking, well, what is a fractional integrator? Well, we're going to find out because companies, there's a great system called the Entrepreneurial Operating System or EOS, which is based on a book called Traction by Gina Wickman. Sharon helps them to implement the visionaries of a business, which is usually the owner or CEO, helps them with strategic planning. And also as the integrator, she's in a position to help them get stuff done. So the whole company can be rowing. And I like this uh, illustration about rowing because if you're on a boat and everybody's rowing differently, your boat just goes in a circle and we don't like boats going in a circle. So get everybody rowing in the company in the same direction. And we're going to see how this is done through weekly and quarterly and even annual meetings. Now, wait a minute, we always think, oh, we hate meetings. Well, meetings with a purpose can be very productive. And that's what we're going to see how that works today. And that's with the leadership team, collaborating goals, also known as rocks in this system and see how those can be properly implemented so that the company can reach what their desirable goals are. So I'm going to say, hey, welcome there, Sharon. We really appreciate you having you on the program today. It's going to be just real exciting to get to discuss uh, how the EOS system works in there. How are you doing there? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love to talk about EOS and I just uh, you know love talking to you. 
Okay. Well, it's been a, a great uh, initial conversation here before we started. And so we're going to really delve into some of this uh, pretty deeply here because we see many businesses have frustrations. The owners are very frustrated. They feel like they've hit a wall. Uh, and and this is true whether we're in a situation like we are today where some businesses, many businesses are struggling or even pre-pandemic, there was a lot of systems and people just having this. But yet, even with current circumstances, with some adjustments, a business can gain momentum, can seamlessly run, and not get so caught up in the details because those details are basically what can drag us all down if we're not careful. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. So then, so then Sharon, let's uh, delve into this a little bit. Can you please explain to us exactly what EOS or the Entrepreneurial Operating System is? Sure. So like you had said, you know, EOS is based on a book, um, Traction by Gina Wickman. He's actually since wrote many other books um, about EOS and, and using it, but that's the main one. Um, and EOS is just a complete set of simple concepts and practical tools that you can use so that you can help entrepreneurs get what they really want out of their business. Um, and like you had said, getting everybody the ducks in a row, getting everybody to row in the same direction. It's just about um, getting a clear vision and working with the entrepreneur. Um, usually in the case, it'll be the visionary of the company um, to get that implemented. And that's what I use uh, EOS for. And I'm the integrator that helps him get stuff done that they need to in the company. Mm-hmm. Also kind of, Oh, okay. We'll get this. We'll get this a little bit later. But just can you give me a brief, um, just a, just just something brief, exactly what an integrator is, just to kind of so we can build on that. Yeah. So um, in a company, um, as Gino points out, there is always uh, a visionary, and the visionary is you know you know them immediately. They're the people that have a million ideas, and they love um, to move the company forward. Um, but they're not very good in the implementation of those ideas. Um, They might have one idea, they go to a a conference, for example, they get all fired up, they come back to your company, they are like, okay, we're going to do this. This is such a great thing, but they don't have the capacity to actually implement or look into that. So that's what an integrator does. The integrator is kind of the glue of the organization. Mm -hmm. They are the people that get things done. So when the, you know, a visionary comes to them. They said, this is something we want to do instead of just, you know, saying, you know, oh yeah, of course we're going to do that. Let's, you know, talk about it at our leadership team. I run the leadership team meetings. Um, we get buy-in from the rest of the leadership team on things um, as well as, you know, running just a, a lot of the processes and making sure that people are held accountable to what um, they say they're going to do. So that's really what the integrator does. They're kind of the, um, you know, the person that you turn to when you need to have something, you know, done and you know, you're going to get it done and you know that they're, they're going to help you with it. Now, one thing I've uh, encountered and you probably have done this too, is that you have an entrepreneur, a visionary that has a great vision and all the points you made are very valid. And I really appreciate them. One area that I often see overlooked because that's what this program talks about is taxes. Absolutely. Is So how often have you uh, so far in, in just discussing the EOS system encountered 
ones who maybe haven't taken taxes into consideration in, in what they're doing. Yeah, that is a big consideration. And what you find is, is um, when you're going through the EOS process, it kind of also kind of firms up other parts of the organization and other departments. So typically what I'll find is that the financial information is not up to what it needs to be. Um, we do within um, EOS, one of the parts is, is that you need to have like a one-year plan, a five-year plan, a 10-year plan. Um, and because sometimes they don't have the financials to even back up any of that or even know what they're supposed to be forecasting out in that, um, that's the first step in figuring out, um, okay, hey, you guys have a, a bit of a broke down process with your accounting department. And let's see what we need to do there. Because then, of course, that goes into tax. I mean, if they're not, you know, formally compiling out some financial statements that make sense that somebody can use, then they have no idea. They're just running by the seat of their pants. And, you know, even like you, uh, uh, your commercial stated in the beginning, it's like, well, if they just wait till the end of the year and they just throw some stuff at the tax accountant, uh, that's not exactly a prudent way to run a business. So, it, getting the whole system in place, making sure that they have uh, their, you know, their financials in order is step one um, to a lot of the things in EOS. And then that in turn helps, you know, mm -hmm. hey, we should probably have a, a conversation with the tax accountant and let's bring them in on a quarterly basis or send them things, you mm -hmm. know, because now we have it. We're not just, you know, throwing some stuff together at the, at the last minute. Oh, yes. And that's certainly... Uh... In the long run, taking the tax into consideration, which in the 20 plus years I've been working on taxes, sadly, that's often the last thing people think about mm -hmm. in their business. They don't even think about, okay, what's this going to affect the taxes or what What do I need to do to make sure things are reported correctly? What records do I need to keep? Those are so often overlooked. And that's just a part of, a part of the overall business, but it's very, very essential part of it there. And part of the EOS, which is, as you've already stated, I really like how it helps to, to solve some of those issues because once again, going forward, unfortunately, some businesses have failed simply because they didn't take the tax part properly <laughs> or keep good record keeping. Absolutely. So so. Absolutely. That's a big part of it. And, mm -hmm. you know, like I said, that's one of the things that you, that you look at um, the company, but mm -hmm. that's a big part of, of EOS is, um, one of the components is um, a VTO, which is your vision traction organizer. And within there, you have to have a three-year plan, a one-year plan, a 10-year target. So like, if you mm -hmm. don't have any idea what your financials are or what you did last year um, mm -hmm. to, to kind of forecast it out, yeah, then you're, you, know, yeah, you are in no position to adequately figure out what your tax situation is, what you should be mm -hmm. doing. Um, so yeah, that definitely plays a, a huge part. Yes. So then as we want to fix not just the tax situation, but the overall situation of the business there. So how do we go or what's the process that a firm's going to do to, to implement the EOS there? How does that, how does that come into play? Yeah. So typically you can start, um, you know, if you're going to do uh, work with an implementer and an implementer is just like an outside coach that has been certified by EOS and they will come in and they will facilitate 
the setup of um, your EOS uh, structure. Um, or you can, you know, self-implement if you've got a, a strong integrator that um, you want to use. Or, you know, typically I do fractional integrating because um, there's like, I think, you know, 50 visionaries to every one integrator, some um, ridiculous amount of um, number. So not everyone has an integrator at their company, but if you do and you want to self-implement, um, you can do that as well. And that's just following the, the notes in the books, uh, you know, the, the attraction. And then typically what you do is we have um, three, um, well, there's a 90 minute meeting with the mm-hmm. implementer just to see if this is something even you want to go forward with. And then if that is something that a firm wants to go forward with, then you can have, you have a focus day and a vision day building one and vision day building two. And within those three days, and they're 30 days apart, so it's mm-hmm. the timeline's about you know, 90 days to set it up. Um, it is you know, getting all of the information that you're going to need. I just mentioned the vision traction organizer. Um, and within that, You'll, it's uh, you know figuring out your company's core values, figuring out your company's core focus. Um, those are big. You know, some companies have that. Some companies know. You know, innately, this is what we what we stand for. Um, but that's a really good process to go through because it kind of ferrets out a lot of things on the leadership team for how they see your company. Um, and the leadership team, I should back up too, is just made up of kind of the, the people that are accountable in the company um, for different seats on the accountability chart. So accountability charts, kind of like the org chart of the company, mm-hmm. but within the accountability chart, you not only list, you know, okay, uh, Marcelino, he's in the tax seat, but you list what they're responsible for and what they're accountable for. So um, within that, then that the high level people are on the leadership team. So they're the people that um, are responsible for the finance or the sales and marketing, um, you know, accounting, customer uh, success, um, operations, that kind of thing. So within those people then get together and form your leadership team. They're usually anywhere from, you know, five to eight people. Um, and they will then go through this process of setting up EOS with either the implementer or self-implementing and you come up with, I said, like the core values, the core focus, your three uniques of a, of a business. What makes you unique um, from a standpoint of, you know, there's an, a million accounting firms out there, but why would someone choose you or what's a good fit? Um, and your, you know, your target customer, your target niche, um, your demographics, all of that is covered um, in this three-day session with, you know, three days being spread out. And then also, like I said before, you've got to get your three-year plan, your five-year plan, your one-year plan. Um, and that's so that we can chunk it down so that um, you can get a quarterly plan together. And so you want to say, okay, this is what I want to do for a, the year, but what, what does that mean quarterly? Mm-hmm. So then that's what we're going to put all in a, our VTO. Mm-hmm. And that's just to get uh, set up. And then um, you know, within EOS, there's six components. Um, that we're going to work through um, vision, um, which is tr- primarily like your VTO. What do we want to do? What's the overall goals of the company? Mm-hmm. And the biggest one I see is people. Um, and it's for various reasons, even before we had some issues with hiring and, and whatnot, but people make the company. And if um, you have an accountability chart 
when we start with that. And you mm-hmm. have people who are not in the right, we call it right people, right seats. Mm-hmm. So not only do they have to be a, a, a good person, you, you like working with them. Everyone likes Joe. He's a great person. Mm-hmm. But is he in the right seat? It, you know, he's mm-hmm. just because Joe has an affinity for marketing or, you know, customer service, does he really, you know, want to be there? So we call it the GWC, which is get it, want it, and have mm-hmm. capacity to do it. And in that first couple of sessions, that's the kind of thing that you'll go through. You'll find the accountability chart. Um, and it's hard. You know, there are mm-hmm. people that um, are very fine people and uh, you will, you just don't have room for them in your company. Um, mm-hmm. And you will have to, you know, find other, either other things in the company for them or work out where they're, you know, lo- no longer with you. But um, I found that that is a really powerful thing within a company because there's people that are just holding a, a firm, a company back and mm-hmm. to kind of, um, you know, figure out who those people are and what, and sometimes it's, you know, working with them. Sometimes they, you know, they don't get it, want it and have capacity to do it at the beginning. Um, But we give 90 days and it's like a roadmap Mm -hmm. of how we're going to help them. Because you can't just say, oh, well, you know, you need to be more organized. Well, how can you give people tools Mm -hmm. so that they can be more organized or so they Mm -hmm. can do things? You can't, you know, you can't just snap their fingers and they're a different person. Um, so it's helping everyone through. And then, like I said, if it, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Um, but as a, a big part, I think, of EOS and how like just it comes together and, and it really helps a firm out. Mm-hmm. So one thing I was thinking about here as you were uh, speaking about it, the, for the listeners, that what, what size of companies are we talking about here? Do you really work with here? Does it, or is this most practical for? Yeah, I would say the size of company is, you know, you probably want um, a good 20 or 25 people um, in the firm somewhere around there um, for a good size leadership team. Now, I've done smaller companies, um, you know, I've self-implemented, we had, well, we actually had an implementer, but um, Redmond Accounting um, is uh, another position that I hold. And so there, um, we only have like, you know, eight or nine people. So the leadership team is smaller, but you can work it out. It doesn't have to be. But then I think it tops out, you know, if you have around 200 employees, um, it's usually going to top out that EOS is probably not um, a right fit for you as the company. There's just too many working parts um, in that way. But so that's usually around the target size. Okay. So anyway, this is a, a system that advantage-wise is, is really designed for for the smaller company ranging yes. from about 20 to about from about Correct. up to about 200 from what you're yes. saying yes which there's a lot of companies that fall within with that fall within that absolutely because, because the uh was it the, the statistics reveal that small business still is the biggest employer in this country absolutely and so how many companies i mean i wish i had the numbers but how many companies fall within that range there's probably a bunch Mm-hmm. I would say that's probably a big, big segment. I mean, I know I, I work with a few companies that are just over 20 mm-hmm. in their, in their, in their size. So I, and that's just in my little area where I work, that's pretty, probably about pretty much about the maximum. And there's maybe one or two that maybe have up to a hundred or 200. So that that's very, very good to have a, a good system that can be put into place to help such companies that, that really, right really need to help through these meetings. Uh, 
with this EOS system. So you've uh, kind of you've gone through and described very nicely the process that they go through to implement it. These yep. uh, like the three days you talk about. The, what it value focus and vision days. I think I yes. got those there. And yep. those are each about 30 days apart. Yes. So you set like a vision day up. Okay. This is where we're going to go. Then 30 days later, let, we're going to focus. And then 30 days later, we're going to. Well, it's, it's it. actually focus day and then vision day one and two, but I mean, oh, okay. yeah. so basically okay. focus, focus day is like, you know, the beginning it's, you know, okay. where we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, we're, it's, you know, um, implementing a lot of new ideas. Mm-hmm. So, and then vision day one and two, it's breaking okay. up um, the uh, VTO and, and that, you know, by vision day two, you're kind of like circling back. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, that makes need, sense there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I wanted to make sure on that there. And during the part of that, that's where you're getting the, the G, GWC going through there Correct. and then yes. figuring out uh, this is the right, getting the, basically the right people in the right places. Yes. And even on the leadership team, you know, I found sometimes, you know, um, so everybody will say, well, I mean, we have to have Wally. He has to come on the leadership team. So then he comes and he doesn't contribute anything. He doesn't really want to be there. Um, he kind of drags down the leadership team. So it, it even has a GWC for the people that are sitting there at the leadership team. They have to want to be there. It's mm-hmm. a, you know, it's a time commitment. It's, you know, committing to the business. It's committing to being you know, a little bit above yourself. So if, you know, I've had people come to the leadership team and all they really want to talk about is what pertains to them. Um, Mm -hmm. That's not really a good mindset. You need to want to be better than yourself and you want more for the firm than you want just, you know, personally. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And certainly give a good, good contribution there, but of course have a good balance. Absolutely. At the same time, but yet have a certain commitment to the business within balance that you want to help the business to succeed. And, and to do that, of course, you got to get the right people in the right places to go, go right along with that. And so as we go through that, so then what then do we look at as far as the the timeline goes now we've gotten the process. So what's our timeline? Like we talked about like the first 90 days uh, with your three days. So then what's, as we move press on forward, what's happens with our timeline then? So from the, the initial 90 days, then you're going to want to, um, we do what we call a, a level 10 meeting, and that is weekly. So you take the things that you've learned, um, you take your VTO, and now we're going to have a one 90-minute uh, meeting once a week with the leadership team. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go over everything in the VTO and make sure that we have set uh, what we want and then implement it. So, for example, um, we would have things for the quarter that we would want to accomplish. Those are what you alluded to before. They're called rocks or goals. And that's a big part of it is, like I had mentioned earlier, sometimes you have a visionary and they, you know, they agree to everything. All the rocks are set for the quarter. You know, we're going to look into a new CRM system or we're going to, you know, try to get some processes in place for HR, an employee manual, that kind of thing. And then all of a sudden the visionary comes in and says, well, I think we need to, you know, implement uh, a new phone system and um, we need it, you know, they'll just come up with this new idea. And it's like you, that we have 
the reason we set these goals is this is what we decided were the important things for the quarter. So right now we're going to focus on those and there can be things that come up uh, throughout the quarter, but we need to really focus on what we said we were going to focus on because we said that's the best way for us to hit our sales goals, our measurables, um, the things that we've decided in the VTO are important to us, our quarterly goals. So we set up the rocks to kind of support those. And like I said, we meet once a week, 90 days, we go over what rocks we've done. And then I uh, use something to do the L10 meetings. It's called 90IO. And it's an app that kind of runs through the meeting cadence. And then they actually have timers. Um, you can actually, yeah, so it'll say like, okay, we're, we're done with this now. You can move to the next section. So mm-hmm. keeping people on track, pe- you know, and 90-minute meetings, they start on time and they end on time. So there's no like, oh, it's, you know, sometimes you go to a meeting and it says 90 minutes, but you know, it's a three hour meeting or, you know, you know, we're not going to start on time. um, Mm -hmm. So why bother getting there? And this is a very regimented, like the leadership Mm -hmm. team knows we start on time, we end on time. Mm -hmm. And like I said, we go over the rocks um, and those are set at at the focus, uh, the vision building day two. Mm -hmm. And then from the rocks, you can put little like milestones underneath it. So if Mm. we're going to implement a new CRM system, what does that look like? Well, maybe the first step would be uh, getting some quotes. Uh, What is the, what CRM systems are out there? What we want to look at? Maybe, uh, you know, what, what do we want to get out of it? Um, Mm -hmm. What are the things that are most important? Does it have to Mm -hmm. integrate with QuickBooks? Does it have to, you know, integrate with our, you know, legal software that we have? And then milestones are cool because then they show up and they tell a leadership team, um, not only, you know, that there is a rock, but then what's being done on that rock and is it being done on time? Because a lot of times people will think, well, it's a quarterly meeting. Mm -hmm. So natural tendency is, well, I'll just wait till the end of the quarter, uh, you know, day 45 and, or, or, you know, 55, whatever. And I'll start, I'll start working on it then. And then they realize, oh, I, I'm not going to be able to get it done. And so the end of the quarter, they, they've been saying all along that they're on track because that's what you say, you're either on track with your rock or off track. Mm-hmm. And um, all of a sudden, they're not, they, they haven't completed it. So the milestones help us say, hey, you know what, you said you were going to do milestone one about three weeks ago, it doesn't look like you got to it yet. You know, are, are you doing okay? Because if not, mm-hmm. what we do is we as a leadership team, we move that down to what we call an issue. And then mm-hmm. we talk about it and say, well, why aren't you getting that done? Uh, is mm-hmm. it because you've got too many other things on your plate? Is it because um, you just don't have, you don't know where to go? So maybe we can help you with that. So again, so kind of jumping around, but the L10, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they go through not only the rocks, but then something called a scorecard. And that's mm-hmm. part of the data component of EOS. So you can decide that you want to have a revenue goal and you can decide you want to do these rocks, but what is really going to tell us that we're on target? What, what are the KPIs? What are the numbers that we can track that know, so that we know? If you want to get a revenue goal of $500,000, how many leads would that take? How many people mm-hmm. have to sign up this, this, you know, this quarter? So those are the things that on your scorecard you would track. And then again, once you go through the scorecard, and you see things that are not lining up. So if you're saying that you need to get 10 leads a week, for example, but you're consistently only getting one or two. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what do we need to do? 
you know, going backwards, what, you know, where do leads come from? Or we need to do something uh, with that. So um, mm-hmm. that's the, uh, the, the uh, scorecard component. And then from there, you um, have to-dos that you've been assigned. So every week you go through what you've been assigned mm-hmm. from last week. Um, and there are things that, you know, maybe came out of an issue because then the last part of, of the L10 is discussing the issues. Mm-hmm. And I think the great part about 90 is when you're going through your week, um, you can come up with something that you think, you know, the leadership team needs to talk about. Hey, we've got this customer and they just seem to always be complaining. What do we need to do? How do we need to, what do we need mm-hmm. to focus on with them? So you can go into 90 through the week and kind of type in your issue, put it on the leadership team. And then that way, when you have your leadership team meeting, you've got a bunch of issues that, you know, you don't have mm-hmm. to remember or uh, come up with. So it's a real nice little tool um, to keep everything all in one place. And again, mm-hmm. um, like you were saying, you know, rowing all in the same directions, just keeping everyone on the same page as well, um, which is another EOS term uh, that they come that they have. Another thought I was thinking here as we go through this is how has this worked with different types of businesses? I mean, we got service businesses, yep. got retail businesses, got wholesale businesses, got manufacturing businesses. What have you seen with the different types of, of businesses operating, how this, how this has worked? I mean, I've seen it run through the gambit. I mean, it, it runs through all, all of those businesses because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, it's the same types of things that mm-hmm. every business needs to go through. Um, you know, coming up with what you as a company want to accomplish. And then, you know, it just depends. Maybe the scorecard looks a little different for a retail mm-hmm. business versus a service industry. What are they tracking? What are they keeping? Um, what, what's important to them? Mm-hmm. Um, but, at, you know, most of the things are very, very similar. They're, you know, making sure your goals are in line, making sure your leadership team knows what the goals are. Um, so it really doesn't matter the type of business. It really does work for just about anything. Mm-hmm. And you talked about the issues, how you'll add, take your data and you'll identify the issue, which is interesting because in the components, it mentions that. Um, and I think you cover, you, you mentioned these about identify, discuss, and yes. solve mm-hmm. those issues. How IDS. important does that work like through the weekly or 90-day meetings to make sure we get that done. Yeah. So, that's one of the most important things um, when you have an issue um, come up and, you know, typically for a weekly meeting, everyone kind of votes on the top three because, you know, you're not going to be able to necessarily get through every issue Mm -hmm. at every meeting. So, we're going to pick our top three issues and then we just start um, from the top and the person that has asked about the issue they describe what they want uh, the, from the leadership team. Sometimes the issue is they just want feedback. Sometimes the issue is they need to solve it and you know get an actual concrete, maybe a to-do or, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're, they just don't know what they need and they're just kind of bringing up a, a problem that they see. And now we're going to discuss it as a leadership team. So you know, part of that is everyone on the leadership team should have a say Everyone can participate um, mm-hmm. and decide uh, what we want to do with that issue. And then the solving part, a lot of the time comes with, okay, who, are, who is accountable for that rock mm-hmm. or I mean that issue? So mm-hmm. who needs, who's going to own it and who's going to make sure um, based on their to-dos or whatnot that next week we're going to have a, 
you know, some resolution on that issue, or at least getting to a resolution. Mm-hmm. And so as you go through this process, um, the meetings, like you talk about the weekly meetings, are these weekly meetings an ongoing practice or is there yes. a time when the weekly meetings ever, we ever stop having weekly meetings? No, we have weekly meetings um, with the leadership team. And then it even kind of cascades down a little bit um, so that the different departments can also have their own um, L10 meetings. So ne- not necessarily does everyone need to talk about everything that's happening in the finance team or the marketing mm-hmm. team. So they'll also have, um, sometimes they're 90 minutes, they don't need to be if they're going to just be a department meeting, maybe they're just 30 minutes. But mm-hmm. it's also a way, um, and then those, those department meetings can then kind of roll up into the leadership meeting so that um, maybe they, they've, they've seen something. But I really typically, and I know, like you had said before, we don't want any more meetings. This isn't mm-hmm. too, you know, uh, but this has an agenda. This has a mm-hmm. time frame. And there are things that we get solved in that meeting that would probably take, you know, if because what will hap- generally happen is somebody raises an issue and they're like, okay, we should gather everyone, you know, that, that day or the next day. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot of like little meetings and a lot of just unprepared, you know, unscripted, mm-hmm. off the cuff kind of things where this is, if I think a lot of times, if you know you're going to meet once a week, you mm-hmm. save it for that once a week, you put it in mm-hmm. the issues. And then we, we can discuss it. And so it actually is a little bit of a time saver and then it kind of focuses people to just, you know, get things done in that meeting and not continue to drag it out. Mm-hmm. So it's important. So then these, these meetings are just are, are, are a regular part of business operations. And as you mentioned, Correct. some departments may have not necessarily a 90 minute structured meeting, right. maybe only a 30 minute structured meeting, depending on the needs of the department. Yep. But then your leadership team having the 90 minute meeting, it's not just a uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, it's not just come in with what you are and we're going to discuss right. whatever. No. But no, it's these particular items are going to be discussed. These are items are going to be discovered. Now, the issues that you talk about, you vote for the top three. So sometimes Correct. some issues, you, you're prioritizing them, obviously. Yes. So some issues may get moved from one week and they may become one of the right. top three the next week then. Correct. It depends. And then sometimes they just solve themselves, you know, like you're just, mm-hmm. you just, okay, that's, and then the other uh, component of that is sometimes, um, like I had said before, the visionary will come to us and they'll say, oh, we'd like um, to look into a new CRM system. And I'm like, well, I mean, that really wasn't part of our rocks for this quarter. I'm like, well, how about we park that in long-term issues so that maybe mm-hmm. next quarter we can look at it. So that's another component. Sometimes mm-hmm. there are things that um, it's an issue, but maybe it's not an issue for this quarter. You know, maybe mm-hmm. uh, a new HR person to hire is not this quarter. Maybe we mm-hmm. need to look into that. So that's another component. You can then move them not only to um, one week to the next, but you can move them because then um, the next set of meetings that you have is you have quarterly meetings. Mm-hmm. And the quarterly meeting, it recaps everything that happened in the quarter. You're mm-hmm. going to find out, you know, what happened? Did we meet our goals? Um, it, did everyone complete their rocks? We discuss all of that in, in the 90 minute, in the quarterly meeting. And it's a one day meeting, uh, typically offsite. We like to get people outside mm-hmm. of the, the office so that mm-hmm. they're not distracted, pulled back into things. Um, you know, typically if I, you know, if I've ever had one in an office, you know, you, you break and then you can't find someone because they've, you know, they've gone off. So um, mm-hmm. we typically try to have them offsite. 
And, um, or, you know, in the last couple of years, it's been virtual as well um, when we can't be together. So, um, you know, and then you not only go through all of that, but then we decide, okay, what are the next quarter goals? What are the next rocks that we want to accomplish? And we use that list of issues, maybe issues that haven't gotten solved in the quarter, mm-hmm. maybe issues that we move to long term. And from there, we come up with a whole new set of rocks, mm-hmm. a whole new set of scorecard, uh, uh, you know, measurables, all that kind of jazz. And then um, we move on again to do the L10s. And then we conclude the year. It's a two-day annual meeting mm-hmm. where we go through all of the things that we need to for gearing up for the next year. What, what is our you know, forecast going to look like? What is our goals going to look like? What do we want to accomplish? Um, for the whole year, because then, of course, then we break it up quarterly so that we mm-hmm. say, okay, well, if we're going to have this annual goal, what do we mm-hmm. need to do quarterly to keep on track? Mm-hmm. It's really about, you know, the small little steps that one takes, you know, because a lot of times um, I've sat in meetings before and they'll say the forecast is going to be a billion dollars next year. And everyone says, okay, great. And then you don't meet again. You don't really have any you know, follow up, Mm -hmm. there's no forecast, there's no how we're going to get there. It's just like somebody just throws a number out and then everybody just goes, sure. Okay. And then, you know, next year you meet and they're like, oh yeah, we didn't make that, that number. Mm -hmm. Well, that's because you're not focusing on it every day and you don't have it in front of you, what you need to accomplish. It's like, you know, it's just a goal that doesn't have any structure to it. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest reason why ones usually don't reach set goals because there is no structure. The plan yes. isn't in place and they have a lofty goal. And all of us are guilty of that at one point or another Sure. of that. So it's important to work on implementing those and, and then following up with it. Now, another area that I have seen has become important just in my own, just in my own place, which I have, I have fewer than 10 employees, mm-hmm. but still, and I can even see it more so, is uh, one of those components is, is about the processes. Yes. In there. Yes. Uh, they're about identifying them and then mm-hmm. documenting them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I do tax returns and I have people that assist me in doing so. But I've learned over the years that if you don't have those processes documented down, um, things get missed. Things get lost. People Absolutely. get mad at you. Mm-hmm. Which... In my case, I want to avoid. So I've done. A, I've been working at better documenting certain processes within the office. Are you there using is, anything specific to document? Uh, I got actually. I'm building me a book right now. Oh, of my tax okay. processes there. Okay. Of that, I've been building on slowly through the years. I actually, and okay. practically, I just started it. Like within the last six months, I've been working with another system okay. designed more for my size of business, uh-huh. similar to this. But yet, it um. But yet, it gave me some good, nice templates to be able to document. Okay, this is what this is what you do at the beginning of the day. This is what you do at the close of the day. This mm-hmm. is how you like lock do the file cabinet security because I'm very secure on all my documents, so I yes. make sure that that process is documented. And, I, and I'm slowly building that up within my own business because I recognize, you know, that's I've been complaining about why it, these people don't do this. But wait a minute, I'm the one at fault because I didn't put these things down, these steps for them to be able to follow. Cause I can sit there and tell them how to do it, which is fine. But how many of us always remember every step? We don't. Never. I we never completely agree with you. We at the accounting firm use something called arrow workflow um, mm-hmm. for our accounting system. 
um, because, you know, it's just invaluable um, for so many reasons that you, that you highlighted. Um, and again, Arrow and 90, I'm not affiliated. Mm-hmm. I don't make any money on it. So, um, yeah. you know, look into it if you'd like. But um, the biggest things is, like you said, you, you know, you can tell somebody how to do it, but is, that's not scalable. So you could mm-hmm. tell one of your employees how to do it, but then mm-hmm. you hire another employee and then you think, oh, well, they'll tell them how to do that. Well, that's not exactly always the case. So if you have written processes down, mm-hmm. you um, or, or if somebody's out for you know extended period of time, so you know th- with this COVID that we've had, you mm-hmm. know people have been out of the office. They they need to take time off um, for obvious mm-hmm. reasons. And you know now what happens to their work? Well, if you have processes in place, anyone can step in and mm-hmm. say, oh, okay, we have to do um, the sales tax return, or we have to, mm-hmm. you know, file yeah. a quarterly, you know, it's like, everything's yeah. right there. I mean, sales tax exactly. is like one of the biggest things, I think, because mm-hmm. you do sales tax so infrequently, it's not a thing that's like, you know, your mm-hmm. daily part of your business. So, and, you know, if you're, if you're filing multi-state, okay, this one, you need to log in to this site, and enter this number, and you get it from this. And so it's just, mm-hmm. um, you know, yes, kind of exactly. the best it's just, it's invaluable. I mean, I don't know how, um, you know, companies run without having uh, mm-hmm. a lot of their core processes. And in the EOS, they want you to have, you know, 80% of the 20% of the best, you know, the biggest things that you need to have mm-hmm. documented. So it's oh, yeah. not all the minutia. I mean, which is great if you want to, but that's, you know, what we're trying to strive yeah. for when we're mm-hmm. um, getting started is that you just mm-hmm. want your big core processes. And not only documented, mm-hmm. but used. Mm-hmm. How many times does someone document a process and they say, well, I put it in the file, you know, I put it in a Google drive or I put it in one box or, well, nobody knows about it or no one goes there to mm-hmm. look at it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if it's not being used and updated, you know, cause sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you get a process and then they change the website or now, you know, you also have to include, you know, sales tax also includes another component of, of the sales. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and I, I've, uh, I've been using, cause I got that one component I described you, but then I got another component that just, that's more just operational things mm-hmm. within operations. Then I've uh, been using a system uh, for, well, about a year and a half now that's been working out well called tax dome that helps okay. out with the client specific tasks, like, like what you uh-huh, mentioned, the sales nice. tax, yeah. the tax return, mm-hmm. the monthly financials. Yep. And I've been slowly, even I've been in gradually improving the, the processes in that. I mean, because I mean, I'm guilty of this. Like I, I just run right through it and not, and not think about each of the steps that we have to take that I have to train somebody to take that they're just not going to know okay, you got to go here for this password. You got to go for mm-hmm. this password. Or then this is yep. the step to, to go and complete the sales tax return. Yes, or to, This is where you got to enter it. This is where you got to save it and see. I'm just sitting here thinking, these are the processes I got to train and keep in mind. And then we start looking at a company that has between 20 and 200 employees. How much more important is it to have these right. processes set up? And it's so important. And, and because, you know, when process, when, when you have a big, problem in the company, it's typically like a process problem. It's, oh, the process broke down. They didn't follow the process. You know, they didn't complete the task like they were supposed to. Um, So, that that is a big component of, you know, issues that we typically solve is that, you know, just making sure that 
and, and, you know, like updating them. Sometimes they just don't, they don't work anymore and you need to, Mm -hmm. you know, need to revisit. So, yeah, absolutely. And certainly as you help them update those processes, this is another thought that came to mind. Some of those businesses could be affected by OSHA. Yes, and absolutely. By getting those processes updated and properly described will help them be probably more compliant with OSHA, I would imagine. I was, yes, I would, I would, yeah, absolutely. You'd have to, I mean, that's part of it is making sure that where, you know, where are your documentation, where is your process? So absolutely would help. Yeah. Especially those who have warehouse workers or some mm-hmm. type of manufacturing and you just got to make sure all that, all those are properly documented. And so it's, it's good that all of this process these processes are done. And so these, these steps that we've uh, gone through about having the vision, the people, the data, the issues, yep. the processes there, those are all vitally important because that last one about finally gaining the traction. Is everything that you've just, have, yeah, just mentioned. It's getting all of that together and then putting it into place, like mm-hmm. creating a plan. Um, Cause that's what you want to do. You want to get traction in your business. You want to go forward. Um, you know, they have a, a quote where it's like, you know, if you're just, if a, a lot of people just have a flashlight and they're just, you know, it's like milling all around, the light isn't focused. But if everyone can just focus, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's a much stronger beam of light. And that's really what this does. It's like, okay, getting everyone on the same page, rowing in the same direction of what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And so as uh as you look at this, we, we, I know we've covered this very nicely getting there. So then just, just to kind of, how, how would you nicely summarize exactly what EOS can help a business to accomplish there? Just to kind of emphasize that there. Yeah, EOS is just about focusing. It's about getting your business focused on the business goals, um, identifying the goals, making sure that everything that you're doing in the business on a day-to-day basis is helping with those goals so that you're not getting sidetracked, you're not mm-hmm. off in, you know, getting other things done. Um, you know, you make sure you've got the right people are in the right seats. You're making sure that, you know, the issues are being covered, your processes are being documented. It just really encompasses just a complete way of how a business, and it's not revolutionary. It's not anything like nothing that we've talked about is, you know, no one has heard of before or Mm -hmm. tried or even used in their business. But it's just the EOS process is just a way to kind of harness all of it and giving you like tools like, you know, like using 90IO and um, accountability charts to actually hone in on uh, just making sure that you're just not working, you know, on a, you know, little treadmill of never ending stuff that needs to be done. You get off of it every once in a while and go, Mm -hmm. okay, how, what do we want large, big mm-hmm. picture? Yeah, because some, I mean, it's interesting. You mentioned treadmill. It makes me think that some business owners are like the hamster on the wheel. Exactly. Yeah, They're absolutely. Just going round and round and round. Yes. And, and it makes me think of that. It made me think of that one uh, Star Trek episode when Scotty comes up and says, Captain, we're going nowhere mighty fast because they were flying <laughs> in a circle at yes. warp speed. So, yes. And that's in reality what businesses can be exactly like it's just Mm -hmm. they can be stuck in that in that rut and the rut could frankly be the size of the grand canyon yes and it takes a lot of energy Mm -hmm. to just be you know at warp speed going in a circle that's you know that's expending a lot of energy when you don't 
necessarily have to. Um, and then, like I said, you know, working with someone who's an integrator um, mm-hmm. can help a visionary so that they can get off, you know, the, the circle and they can do what they do best. Because oftentimes, you know, as an entrepreneur, you just, you know, you want to do everything, you know, mm-hmm. I can do that, I can do that. And it's kind of realizing that, you know, you want to, your people, you want everyone in the company to be doing their best and what they're the best at. And because that's the best way to harness people. And visionaries are best at thinking ahead. They're best at client communication and getting new clients. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's the kind of thing, business development. Um, and so even as an integrator, I work a lot of times mm-hmm. with a visionary and um, we have like monthly, weekly, same page meetings so that I'm on the same page as what the visionary wants. The visionary knows what, you know, what it is that I'm trying to accomplish. And, you know, we sync up. So that when we come to the leadership team, we're a united front. We know, you know, or we have the mm-hmm. best interest for the company at heart. Yeah. And this actually, it's interesting. You mentioned that it leads me back to think about a specific topic I spoke about a few weeks ago about outsourcing mm-hmm. some stuff and see, and we're all guilty of that too, is that we're so eager to do our business. We're so eager to conduct our business. We can think we can do everything, but yes, yes. there are people who can do it better and Unfortunately, and I don't know how many big companies or even companies with 20 over 20 plus employees, but I'm sure there's some where like those those entrepreneurs or whatever are just so confident in their abilities that they just want to save the money on doing the tax return. Right. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And then miss all kinds of credits and deductions that they could have taken if they had mm-hmm. worked. Um, yeah. It's a, funny because there's a book called by Dan Sullivan called The Who, Not the How. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been, I read it and it's just very, it's very basic again, nothing, you know, but it, that's what it spoke, speaks of. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, so you as an entrepreneur, the CEO, the visionary, um, you could do the tax return, but how mm-hmm. much in your time is that going to cost? And what mm-hmm. did you have been better calling your top 10 clients and asking them, Hey, how's your day going? Is there something we can help mm-hmm. you with and getting new business out of that? or strengthening your business relationships than to open up a, you know, some sort of tax program and shuffle your way through it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you probably can do it. It's, you know, but then like you said, you could be missing all kinds of different mm-hmm. things because you're not an expert in that. You should stay with what you have expertise in. And I know a lot of times it does cost money. Um, mm-hmm. Not all businesses have it. So I'm completely aware of that. You can't just outsource everything and, you know, grab mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people. But there are key things that a business needs, tax being one of them, that you need somebody that has the expertise mm-hmm. because you can't, you know, there's nobody that's going to be able to do uh, your job and then mm-hmm. also keep up with tax codes and what's the latest and go yes. to a seminar and a webinar. Mm-hmm. But that's what you do, you know, yeah. so you're the expert and they come to you and they pay you and then they get the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they know and they can sleep comfortable at night. I don't know how people who, uh, are, you know, kind of wonky on their taxes sleep at night. Cause that's a, you know, that's a scary, yeah. you know, situation. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, Sharon, uh, if someone wants to know more about this uh, integration or you as an integrator, how do they contact you? Yeah. Um, you know, I, we have a website, um, Entrepreneurial Advisory Institute. Um, so it's www.eai.vision. 
Um, and you can go there and, um, you know, contact me mm-hmm. directly, learn more about EOS and the process and, mm-hmm. you know, um, how I go about, you know, helping businesses out. Um, I'm also, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, you can email me at Sharon mm-hmm. at EAI.vision um, directly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I okay. just love to talk about e- EOS. Um, you know, does you can come to me with uh, no idea of, you know, if you, if you want to use it, but I just, I just love mm-hmm. talking about it. And it, mm-hmm. I love helping people um, even for smaller businesses. Gino now has a, it's mm-hmm. called um, entrepreneurial leap book. Mm. And it's for people who are just deciding if they want to become an entrepreneur. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a, a, a book. And then he's got a bunch of like different um, surveys and quizzes you can take. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're just deciding that, what do I want to do? What business do I want to be in? Is this something I want to do? That's another mm-hmm. avenue um, that you can use and go to, and, and um, you know, I can help you find those resources. Okay, great. Well, Sharon, you know, it's been a fabulous conversation yes. here. Been so informative. I know the listeners will find this just so useful uh, in recognizing that they they may need some help with their business, and certainly we got the right person for them to go to to get Excellent. that help there because you can help them with the traction part. I can help them with the tax part. So absolutely. We can work together on that. So uh, again, if you have any uh, questions for Sharon, you're welcome to, uh, we're going to post her uh, email and uh, website uh, in the, in the links for this uh, broadcast, as well as you can contact me, Marcelino here, success cash tracks, financial.com, or give me a call 844-394-4287. Or visit, of course, cashtracksfinancial.com to schedule your free mutual exploration session as well as uh, you want to get in contact with Sharon, I can help you do that as well so that we can give, give you, get your business on traction and, uh, and really get uh, getting some good profit. And of course, as I talk about, take care of the taxes as well. So Absolutely. again, thank, thank you, you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sharon. It's been fabulous. And I thank everyone for listening to this episode of the Tax Answers Advisor with Marcelino Dodge on the Voice America Business Channel. Thank you for listening to the Tax Answers Advisor with host Marcelino Dodge. We'll be back again next Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll have more to share next week. 